so we have a project. We have a project. We call it OM Champion Project. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Marseille View. Um, we're probably getting you a bit too used to the good stuff here. We've been recorded very often in the last few weeks. Um, actually, just 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 the way it should be, maybe. But um, even though it's not been that much time since our last game, um, well, there's not been there's only been one game, which is a rarity when we do this podcast. Usually, there's been three, two or three. Um, but with the events, it's it's an opportunity because we have a couple of people that we've not heard from for, in, in a while tonight. Um, Tomas, welcome back. Uh, hi Ben, and hi to all of our listeners. Very happy to be here back. Should, should we be calling you OM Poland, no? <laughs> yeah, that's you know my self uh, self-proclaimed uh, king of OM OM Poland. Yeah, but actually, <laughs> nice nice that you ask. Like uh, our uh, Warsaw fan club just grew to eight people, so we have eight people wow, in, great, in Warsaw that actually meet. Yeah, yeah, it's actually I I was kind of surprised, but uh, yeah, it's growing. Well, it's good. And and remember, look, when you you the first when, when was the first time you joined us? Three years ago, something like that. And then yeah, something like that. Twenty one, I guess. Yeah. Since then, we've been to the Velodrome with you, and then then you've met people in Poland itself, and and you've, you know you've yeah. grown Snowball. what you've had with their yeah. help and stuff. Yeah, but that's the way it starts, yeah. and it's just a little community. Um, and hopefully your your Twitter group isn't as uh, as aggressive as ours, tense as ours has been recently in the UK. <laughs> but hey. Um, sorry, WhatsApp group, but good to have you back. We also have Charles joining us again, our, our statistician. Hi Ben, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. It's good. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be good to to have yours and, and Thomas's view um, on on the events of the last few weeks, and it just hopefully provides a bit of a more of a debate or diversity in the opinions because there's there's not there's never one way of looking at, at an issue or looking at or analysing a, a thing, you know. A, a crisis or whatever you want to call the current period we're going through so it's just interesting to get people's perspectives on it so good to have you and Thomas and if Alex I, sorry if, go I ahead. Can, if I can add anything uh, I did an historical model of OM cycle and it was bound to happen so once again ah. just the statistic model <laughs> proved to be right it's like without without going wanting to uh wanting to, to, to use slang or anything it's like OM was always going to OM at some point um, exactly it's, it was kind of <laughs> You know, we, we were probably saying it, yeah, we were probably saying it a bit cynically with Alex and a few other people the last couple, of, the last eighteen months, which was, guys, enjoy the good times. It's not, you know, chances are it's going to fuck up at some point, and <laughs> and it maybe it has, but um, Alex, good to have you back, mate. Yeah, hi everyone. Feeling a tiny bit less frustrated and angry compared to last week, uh, even if the game uh, that we've seen on on Saturday wasn't perfect you start to feel you know as the title of the show is we have a restart and rebuilt and we um i think we can start to look forward with a bit more um opt- optimism i would say so there you go wow 
that's, that's rare go. coming from you. Rare coming from <laughs> you. But um, we'll get straight in. So just a brief agenda, but um, because it, it's quite a, a topic, and yes, it's it's been a couple of weeks since the incidents and stuff, but just interesting to get Thomas and, and Charles' view on on the whole situation with the fans and Longoria and the the, the, the departure of the coach and, and the consequences of that. So we'll, we'll start with their opinion of that and their views. We'll then go into the Gattuso appointment. So we have a new manager, Gennaro Gattuso. Um, there's probably a lot we can say about him or a lot that that, that we, we're curious about, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll give our views on that. And then the, the Monaco game, and then we'll, we'll just do a quick round to end it off with the predictions of the next two games against Brighton and Le Havre. <clears throat> but to, to the main topic then, and Thomas, we'll, we'll start with you. And, and just again, to contextualise, I mean, there's never one right or wrong view of a, a crisis, especially when it comes to them, because it's so complex. It's so, so partisan and, and everything. But we chat offline, um, uh, all of us together. And it's, it's interesting because whilst we you don't always agree there's 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 always sort of i think value and, and a bit of truth and a bit of validity in everyone's opinions and um and thomas i guess uh, one one part of the question is are, do, do you understand what happened with with the ultras and 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 the consequences of that and why it happened and and secondly um what's do you think they were right to to i mean the, the main question here forget that all of the stuff around that that is all still speculation in the press about uh, events with the youth academy and the the, the, the female team and all of that. But th th one of their main complaints was, oh, Longoria, the instability, too much chopping and changing of the, the squads. Um, what's your view on, on on both those subjects, Thomas? Okay, so let me preface this with some uh, with with few things. So for, first of all, I'm quite happy that we we as a community are finally putting this thing to bed slowly i guess i hope because now the focus moved towards you know um towards the attention yeah the, the pitch exactly Amen. so i i'm happy to do that but of course if, if you're asking I, I have to i have to take a stance here um the second thing is that i'll do i want to say some things about uh my, my views on on on, uh, on our current president i definitely do not want to take uh let's say the ultras or or, or maybe the, the 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 stance you know defending what happened on this monday's meeting right because i think that whatever we think um i i think it's quite clear for everyone that things went too far and 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 it was like a, a, something went very wrong right i think even the the people from uh, from the uh, from the ultra side know that now right uh, if if you watch uh, interviews with uh, uh, with Cataldo, right, uh, um, etc. So, that being said, um, I think I, I want to I want to touch upon two things. The first thing is that I actually think that Marseille um, and OM is like a kind of a special club in European landscape uh, because of the influence that the supporters have, right? Or maybe not actually in the European landscape, but but in the let's say in the landscape of, of French football, right? And I think it's a quite good thing that we are not, you know, entirely dependent on uh, on the board and on our owners, et cetera, et cetera. Like this, for example, in uh, in Premier League in uh, England, right? Other countries have this sorted out 
better. For example, in Germany, we know that, that there is this model that the fans actually own, own the club and they have like a formal way of, of influencing things, right? In France, we don't have we don't have that, and it's uh, it's difficult for you know due to um, to legal reasons to have that. So I think um, that it's it's good you know to have some kind of of, of counterbalance. Not only that the fans can you know sync stuff uh, from the stands etc., but they also have some kind of, of of soft power with which they can influence the the club. Uh, so in that way, and of course with that it comes like lots of you know but uh, lots of bad stuff right because when where you have power you have money and when you have money you also have you know lots of corruption let's say right so i'm i'm aware of that but i'm just happy that my club actually uh, runs in a way in which the supporters have something to say right Nobody said anything wrong uh, about the ultras when when they they actually got rid of uh, error, right? Because we were all happy and we actually all applauded them, right? Even though it, 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 it was well, <laughs> I mean, no, okay. I, mean I remember, okay, I remember recording me... that show. I remember that being one of the most difficult shows to record that last uh, couple of years ago, and it was like. You, you, the problem was we could all understand sadly through through probably McCourt's lack of action more than more than inaction, but but misunderstanding of the city, the context, the club, and, and European football, and maybe football full stops that that things got venomous to the stage where that was kind of inevitable. But I guess I think we were all pretty clear that we condemned the actions, but we understood the, the events that led to the actions. And we and as you say, Thomas, just to, to back up what you're saying is OM is one of those clubs where we 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 care too much to sit back and let let it go to shit. So it was kind of inevitable. Yeah. Um, so I think the way the way events unfolded were unfortunate, but but they were kind of inevitable, sadly. But carry on, sorry. Yeah. So uh, okay, but maybe let's not uh, you know dig up this uh, this kind of worms right now. Um, and the second thing I think, which is also uh, okay, and maybe the last uh, last one thing is that I think a guy or or a girl named uh, OM Nationless, right, on uh, on Twitter had actually a pretty good argument in the discussion um, in the posts uh, just below the the, the last uh, episode of the post. So it's it's worth uh, checking that out, I guess. Um, the second thing, uh, this, this, you know, the, the, the second point I, uh, I wanted to make is that actually I think that there are some very valid uh, valid reasons to be, you know, um, concerned about how Longoria is uh, running the club. Um, I think uh, you can check out uh, my Twitter page. Uh, it's Olympique Polska. I, I made today like a very big excel spreadsheet when i try you know subjectively of course but i try to rate all the transfers incoming and outgoing that was that were made by um, by pablo and uh, and you know uh, as of my understanding only like you know 20 percent uh, were actually good ones right the others were like just mediocre ones just you know moving money from a, from a place to place or also a pretty big chunk was were actually transfers that I would categorize as bad, right? Um, so, so I think there are also some really valid grounds to actually, you know, criticize uh, Longoria on how he actually runs the club uh, in in terms of transfers. Uh, and lastly, the, and that this will be the last thing that I, I will say is that <clears throat> I think that the the the, the, the whole con the, the whole concept itself 
or, or I would say like the whole vision that Longoria has about how, how to how to run the club, right? So for example, the rotation of the squad of about 40 to 50 percent. Uh, yeah, he, he said it um, himself. I think this is quite a detrimental process to the to the whole club itself. You know, I'm a, a sociologist by trade, right? So I think from a sociological even point of view, or maybe anthropological, I think it's quite important to have certain people in the club, certain players that you can identify with, you you know them, you know, for, 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 for years, right? You support them. And then from from this, you have this, you know, great stories, great narratives, Sakai scoring versus uh, Leipzig, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I think the reality in which every year you have to learn new players and actually, you know, get to know them, get to like them or no, and then they just move on after the season. It's actually not a, not a, not a way that I would like my club to be run. Yep. So that would be my two cents. Uh, and happy to hear from Charles now. Oh, you just throw me under the, the bus. Uh, <laughs> it, saves me, it saves me having to do it. Thomas, that was genius. It saves me having to, to awkwardly pause and go, OK, over to the next guy. Over to you, Charles. No, I mean, I take a lot of those points. And, you know, like I said at the intro, in the intro, I mean, life works in, in cycle. And maybe, you know, the PSGUM game uh, the, from a Coupe de France from three, four months ago was actually big Longoria project. And since then, the guy lost it. You know, Marseille, you lose you lose it pretty quickly because this, t- this city is hitting you alive. Um, but even, I mean, I agree with all of the points, like too much turnover, where are we going? Why are we changing style all the time? I agree. But my question I have for all those people bringing those very valid arguments is the timing. Why doing this now? Okay, we lost in the first round of the Champions League playoff against Panathinaikos. Okay, the football on the pitch is not as enthusiastic as it was a few months ago with Tudor, or even six months ago with Tudor. But why now? And more importantly, where are the evidence? I do understand they are not journalists, they are not supposed to have like a valid, proven point. But like, I'm once again, I'm questioning the timing of the desire to disrupt what's happening. The group is big, trying to be built. We have a new manager. You're still unbeaten. You are third in the league. Why are you doing this now? And at the same time, you know, I feel like a lot of people were angry to get like to check things around. Longoria has been at the helm of the club for two years and a half, three years. It's been an amazing success. Track record. The club has improved a lot from the very first time. There's some weakness, there's some crackling. People are getting in. And then maybe if you want to start questioning a lot of things, I'm questioning all those rumors about the Saudis buying Fournier being mentioned with some Saudi backers. And we know that those people, I love eating a lot of this, of, of this, are making some money from those remorse. Oh yeah, shake things a bit. So that makes the valuation of the club a bit lower. Maybe that, or, or let, let's be clear here, this is speculation for me, but there was also a lot of speculation on what Logoa is doing, okay? I agree with a lot of argument. I think it was a very, very valid point from one of the key st- stakeholders of the club, i.e. the fans, to question Longoria sporting policy, the number of turnover and changing the philosophy. 
something that was asked by journalists and it was addressed at the pre-season uh, conference, um, uh, press conference, sorry. So if you're not happy, okay, you can, you can once again ask the questions, but it didn't stop there. It went further, further, further. There is, to me, a strong desire to unsettle the club. Now, why? You need to ask those, 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 those questions to those people. That's my take on all of that. I'm very upset because the club was getting to some, some kind of stability. Yeah, maybe Longoria was not going to the right direction. There's a lot of questions to be asked about that. But the timing and the need for those people to buzz, to leave for the bus, to create instability in this club is beyond everything. That's what I would say on this. I guess just to, to recontextualize it, because it's interesting, Thomas, you mentioned uh, the, the Commandria incidents that led to Hero having to leave and the court changing and putting Longoria in place, actually, you know. <clears throat> I mean, it, the thing is, the signs were there and it's, I, the, the signs weren't the same thing. I mean, with Hero, with it was a real hatred of, of the actual individual and his his comments and his attitude and his arrogance and his attitude towards, you know, I'm, apparently he was never in Marseille, but, but it, you know, he, he just made, there were too many things beyond the fact that everything to, to, to football-wise was going to shit. He, you know, he got caught out in a, in a business uh, forum interview saying, oh, we have too many people from Marseille at the club and the, when, when the, the team loses, half of them do fuck all for a few days in the office. And he, he, he seemed to, to, to sort of just... It was awkward. The guy was a bit of an awkward personality. Yeah, nobody liked yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, sorry, sorry to just uh, go ahead, interrupt go you, ahead. but 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 you know, like we can't make it personal. We can't make it. You know, either you like the guy or no. Uh, like, I, I think I think it, we've always got to that it stage. It doesn't though, matter. Right? Either we want to to have uh, you know such power in hands uh, of the ultras as a fail safe with all all of it, you know pros and cons or not right so we it it, it doesn't depend sadly, on sadly, whether Thomas, like the guy that's that that, that that is at the helm right you're 100 right thomas you've just summarized the whole thing it's like you've you've got it if you want that model you've you've got to take it with with all that it includes and and sadly uh and this again is it could be a diverging opinion but but personally i think alex you probably agree charles probably you and Tomat, well maybe not but it's not about agreeing but i would i would argue that when they've they the times they've used that power maybe the era time was a was a good time and they used it well they used it but it was violent and there was no need for that and we can then that fine but still that's uh, they injured. chose to act yeah they chose to act but but other times and maybe this time when they've acted like this it it wasn't at the right time or it wasn't for the right reasons and and i guess thomas to summarize it you're right it's you you have to take it all if you if you want this kind of model but at the same time the the legitimate question is this you, you've got to take a step back every time and question is what they've done and the way they've done it in the best interest of, of the, the the club and the results on the pitch <laughs> And I think it, it, it's a very good question. I, th I think I think there's a, a few things that we need to clarify here. So, first of all, that meeting happened now because they have two meetings a year. So it was their opportunity to to you know question the power of basically of Longoria, but he has nothing. Believe me, he has nothing to do what's going on on the pitch. It wasn't for that, and you saw it the day after the winners put on their. Um, 
can't remember, um, not Facebook, well, what, one of those. And they say, don't touch Armino. Armino are, um, are our boys and they are Marseille. We're going to defend them. It, 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 it's all about the academy, nothing to do with change of coach and so on. And what happened in these meetings is you have basically the leaders of the winners, which are the, by far the most vocal, who would come and attack, right? And they talk about whatever random reason, but basically is for the academy or usually it's for the abonnement or tickets or whatever, something like that. And a lot of the others, not all, but a lot of the others, like the Dodgers and so on, are just little puppy who would just follow and show their little power in these meetings without really anything to say that any kind of value. So that, that whole thing, it happened now because the meeting was set to be, you know, there's twice a year and one meeting was that time. And it was their opportunity to show their power to the management, regardless of the football. And, and the, the fact that the football wasn't perfect right now, give them the perfect opportunity to unleash all their stuff for all the other matters than the pitch. So just that's one thing to clarify. Now, another thing to that I totally agree with Thomas is that it's I think it's healthy and it's good and it's fair that some of our fans go to these meetings and have some proper football questions, not questions like we had there where actually we understand that since since the, the, the president has changed the academy, the academy is finally starting to have results. Right. While these fans are arguing because they wanted the others, the previous system, which was dodgy, didn't work. We've been average at best uh, for years, for decades on the academy because it's all a, a giant mess and they were happy to, you know, um, you know, get involved in all this. So, you know, j- j- just to clarify, but I think it's healthy that some of our fans can talk to our president about the pitch, about basically, and I agree with Thomas, I think overall Longoria has done a very good job. You know, when was the last time we had, um, we've been on the podium two seasons in a row? That was 12 years ago, right? Surprise, surprise, 12 years ago is also when, you know, the winners and so on started to create a lot of mess because the, st- the club started to be a bit more successful and they started to love infighting. They wanted to, you know, uh, fight for the Anigo side and so on. So it started to be to be a mess, which we then suffered for the next decade, right? So here again, the club is starting to get better. And that's why they create that mess, because they want to keep it, you know, in general average, because they want to keep their little power. Now, I agree with Thomas that there's been too much change, even if it was kind of successful with, uh, you know, uh, two podium uh, over the last two years, it's still too much change in terms of style of coach, in style of football. We went from tiki-taka to all-out press to uh, low block and counter. I mean, what the fuck? That's just, just nuts, right? So I totally agree with that. And I think Longoria made, made a big mistake on changing against the style. Now, there's something to, to, to remember. Why didn't we keep this coach at least two years in a row? Because they left. Why did they leave? A big chunk of it, I'm not saying everything, but a big chunk of it is because of the atmosphere, general atmosphere and the environment in the club. The pressure. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Um, and, and, so, that's, you know, this that, is, and this is also yeah. the reason why we're changing players so often. Exactly. Well, well guys, guys, it, guys it, you're it's, it's, this. 
So yeah, we're on the topic, and and you know what? I was thinking of this question um, already last week, but but I've just found the way to frame it is, Thomas. It's interesting, and you know what? Your spreadsheet is is quite. I mean, I think you've done it from what I've understood. I mean, guys, go and check out on um, Poliska's Twitter account. But um, correct me if I'm wrong, Thomas. But your spreadsheet is is it pretty much majority based on on the the economic side of of the Longoria's transfers, which is. <clears throat> the ones in green are the ones that not only performed well but actually were, were worth their value, or is it, or is it based on on your judgment of how they performed for the fee they were they were bought for? Yeah, that's that's an important point. It's actually uh, you know the the evaluation is done on both uh, of this uh, you know um, okay. axis, right? So so both the performance and the economics so if we have a player that that does okay and then just leaves for the same uh, amount for, for me it's okay right it's not a good transfer but it's not like a, something that uh, um, that you should be ashamed of right so uh, yeah okay so so here's the question guys because you we're already going on that on that terrain and and we won't spend too long on this but but this is the way the question i would frame it is the wheeling and dealing and the chopping and changing of managers and, and the squads do you think, it, I mean, we, again, without taking a side and wanting to defend Longoria, do you think it's by choice or do you think it's by necessity and not having a choice and the fact that McCourt's told him your number one objective when you take the job is to balance the books and and to remain competitive on the pitch? So, I mean, again, we can't know. Imagine that wasn't the case and he said to Longoria a bit like Margarita Louis-Dreyfus did after Robert Louis-Dreyfus died and... Uh, Dacier came in and Deschamps was hired and it was like, hey, just take the fucking money, win win a trophy because for Robert's memory, he needs to have a legacy at the club. His his money can't be, you know, his time at the club can't be for nothing. Um, it's different here. So can, can I take this every, one? Then? Everybody, yeah, go ahead. But but just again, everybody, and I'm not criticizing, but but it is a fair analysis because a lot of people go. Oh, maybe Longoria just just because he was a recruiter just loves the football manager thing of, of changing 50% of the squad and trying to to find you know a good deal like Alexis Sanchez out of nowhere because it's a market opportunity and then he takes a few gambles with uh, Luis Suarez or Luan Perez for example. Um, is it is it do you think it's by choice because he loves doing it and that's just the way he works classically or do you think it's just because that's the, the that's the best he can do under the conditions that he's being made to work in? Charles, go ahead. Yeah, so once again, if you look, this amazing, I mean, it's a really good tweet made by Thomas. So you are kind of, according to your methodology, three quarters of the recruitment have been average to good. And 25% have been bad. I'm sorry for the sporting director. That's really you, good. That's really good. Any sporting director would be happy with such a good track record. No, but, but you know, you're, you're twisting the numbers, right? <laughs> Like majority, yes, debate, Thomas. Majority is is okay, right? So it's it's yeah. It's, so I'm saying it's, okay, it's good. Not, yeah, it's it's decent, right? But but actually, I classified more more transfers as, as bad than than it um, than uh, than good, right? Because it's like 50, so 55 percent. C is average, right? Yeah. C is average. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B is good is 18 percent, and yeah, you have more bad with 25. Yeah. But like yeah. a majority of the numbers are average to good. Once again, I'm working in, in an industry when if you got 50.001% of the time, your decision being roughly right, you're happy and you make alpha. So I think it's a decent track record for a sporting director. Now, just to come back on Ben's question, 
I agree that I think Longoria enjoys it. He loves playing his football manager. Maybe say some agency behind that. But I also do believe there are some constraints, budget, and the environment. When you are in Marseille, these players are getting cooked. One, two years, you can survive one or two years maximum in Marseille. The pressure is just too high. One, two defeats, you are at the bottom. One win, you are the champion of the champion of the world. So I do understand the need for turnover in the team. What I really dislike for the last three years is the lack of continuity. If you wanted to play Tiki Taka, and more importantly, Longa said it very clearly in his interviews, like he's taking the values, he's taking what the club is made for, he's taking off what the fans are telling, what the club, sh- what the players should pull and should should display on the pitch. So you take that and you create a sport philosophy, a football philosophy to bring everyone together. And then you need continuity. You Okay, last year we lost Nuno Torres. Okay, you just want to left football, going to bring up and down on the pitch, brainless. Maybe that's what we want. Maybe just players being brainless, like Gigo, like just guys just going full on and just big, big back t- bad tackles. Just go on. You don't need to change your philosophy because as a sporting director or president, you need to be the guardian of that philosophy or those values. And to me, this is where Longoria has felt so far. You should have starting from the beginning. This is what Marseille stands for. This is what the players need to display on the pitch. You're going to have a lot of turnover in the player. You're going to have a lot of turnover in the manager. But there needs to be a continuity in the philosophy. So I do agree with you, Ben. There's a lot of constraints, budget, the environment. But this is a complete failure from him to not understand we need continuity in the philosophy. Um, I, okay, to an extent. And I, I won't interrupt too long because I want to hear from, from Thomas and, and then Alex. But um, again, is it maybe it's not by choice because you said the players get burned and cooked. We, the coaches have left, right? It's, they all have yeah. two years contracts because... Replace Roger with another one. Replace Roger with Okay, but that's French law is the manager needs to have two contracts, but a two-year contract. But they've all walked away. And, and gradually, maybe it's gotten to the point because of the constraints. I mean, if you, you know, if any club, if they want a top manager, they need to have either a good squad or they need to have a good uh, transfer budget to satisfy their ambitions. But, but maybe this is the year because of the constraints where, yeah, we, let's be honest, we got a bit lucky with changing 50% of the squad for Sampoli and then Trudor and finishing top three still. Maybe this is the year where it went too far. And as we all know, there was the Gallardo saga and, and whatever the, 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 the club is The squad PR-wise. is still good this year. The squad is still <laughs> yeah, but, good. But but the fact is that we the, wanted The squad is manager, still top three, top four. Potentially on paper, right? But we wanted that manager. He said no. And then for whatever reason, maybe because of the time it took, compared to last year when Tudor was appointed quite quickly after Sampoli, maybe it was just a case of, shit people you know the system is running out of steam and, and managers know know the game and they're like fuck's sake uh you know not only the pressure and the expectation from the fans and and, and all of this but but you're telling me that this year i have less money than you spent last year and whatever so i think it's probably a bit of both but but thomas again to, to the question i, I just i, I just want to add earlier something though um the, the, the thing of that rotation, and I totally agree with Charles, is that the main thing is the change of coach and this uh, change of philosophy. If we can uh, attack Longoria, and, and we should to some extent, is the, the change of philosophy from a coach to another in three years. I've never seen a club playing the all the extremes of the fucking football philosophies in th- three years, right? <laughs> that, that is totally nuts. Um, 
Now, because of that, because of chose the coach, maybe he chose the coach because it's his mate and he feels he's being in danger. He can't trust anyone, so he went for Marcelinho or what? And he, he, or before he thought the the club was a bit, you know, going without instructors. Maybe he wasn't first choice, Alex, and and he's the only. And maybe one he was. Yes, for sure, for sure. He's taking. He's taking. Which one is you know? the next best and if the philosophy isn't the same they still take it anyway because maybe then in his view the next one is is a lot lower in terms of level but potentially and then, and then, I, he, I, then it's a bit of a vicious circle because then he gets a manager and he backs himself to be able to get the, exactly. the players in in the mercato uh to change how to, to bring in people to i'm sure he does but it's but it's, always, it's always like um it just feels like it's always um reactive not proactive and i think shout to your point that's i agree with that criticism it seems a bit no, like but, oh shit but but one thing to keep in mind is now he's a lot more of a business oriented kind of president so basically why is Gendouzi leaving? Why everybody loves him and so on? Why is Unda leaving? Because everybody and so on. It's because this guy earned 400,000 a month, right? And there's two years left on their contract. So either you extend them and you're going to extend them by increasing the salary to, let's say, 550, which would be totally nuts because after nobody else would want to buy them at the I'm, salary. I'm not only that, but, but it's not like... Yeah, not only that, but it's not like they've they've uh, scored twenty goals each a season. They're not exactly. They're, they're quite they're quite inconsistent as well. Yeah, exactly. So in two years left on their contract, so it's now that you need to sell them because if you get them for another year, right? Well, then they have one year left, and their value would go down a lot, or they might stay and leave for free. And after when I look at uh, when I look at uh, Thomas Table, he gives a E for. Uh, Buba Camara, because he lived for free, right? Um, so, so you know, it's the right time to sell these yeah, players. Yeah, but Al- Alex, but we're not renewing some of those players. Some fans need to get some representation. You need to be like, this guy is exactly what I want. I mean, do you remember your love for under? Why is this guy just not getting renewed? You want to see him under every week on the no, pitch. I, I, yeah, I, 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 don't want, I don't want to see under <laughs> at 550 a month. That we can't sell him in two years. Why? I, I still brings a lot. He's gonna bring like ten goals. And I don't care assists. about That's selling. I just want to see a player on the pitch that exactly. represents think, my values. I think Thomas, Alex, it's, 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 Sar, Sar doesn't have as much potential. I, I, I love Hunda. I think Sar has a lot of potential. Sar at 12 million now at a salary of 400,000, let's say, not that 550. I think it's a. I think it's a good decision. Yeah, but, but it's because I mean the the one thing I mean on the positive compared to previous uh, sporting directors or chairmen's like we, we he seems to already have a plan to replace the guys that he does accept that he sells, but and and he's been a bit lucky that the replacements have often been at least as good or decent, but never never brilliant. Um, but but he's been a bit lucky in that. But it's a case of. Now that, that we started the season badly, it's not going to be as uh, as quick for the for, for new recruits because they're under pressure very quickly. Thomas, over to you, mate. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I just wanted to say to Alex that I think that you underestimate the the need for the ability to actually manage the emotions of the of the community and the fan base. It's not only you know moving players and constantly uh, increasing the the value of the squad. Maybe for you it's very important, right? But for people, players like. Uh, Payet or Mundanda, which they 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 had to leave, right? Like we all knew that, but the 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 way it was done and and uh, it, could have been uh, done better. And, 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 and it was like quite you know sudden without like a 
official bye bye, right, etc. etc. Just we, we are just replacing the parts that don't work with better players. I agree with that, but this is disregarding what actually people feel and they care about the club, right? I agree with you with that, and I do feel less attached to this team now than used to a few years ago because, yeah, as you said, like I like Hunda, I saw him fighting and so on. And then they bring they bring Sal and so on, which I think has more potential, but I'm not as attached to him. I totally agree with that. And that maybe hasn't been well managed and the changes are a bit, you know, a bit too many. I agree with you on on that. Now, there's a logic behind. That's what I was trying to explain, not just, oh, but Genduzi okay. loves the club. We should keep him. Well, it's a bit more complex than that. Yeah, it, it is. It is. But, it's, but Thomas is right. And it's it's because the, the, the Marseille fan is... I wouldn't say simple, but I don't want to insult any fans. But <clears throat> the, the thing is, is that because we've we've seen shit for the, for ten years previous to this, more or less for the majority of those ten years, you get these players in who who who, who are bought like Gendouzi, and, and not only they're French, but you know they've got that fighting spirit and stuff. And the problem is, people, are, I agree with you, Thomas. You have these fan favourites, right? And and that can give you stability because these guys get game time, and sometimes. Um, notably Gendouzi, you know, he, he puts in a good shift, uh, less so in the last six months, but the, the 18 months before that, I, I would rate him, uh, you know, sort of 14 out of 20, for example, if I was to grade him, because he had an impact and he was uh, on a on an ascending phase and he was uh, he was improving, not only football-wise, but he was taking a big part in the spirit and all that. But the problem is, is these are the, because of the, the Marseille fan is very volatile and because of the model that, that we have, um, and that we've had in the past is that, that you can't win, right? I mean, the sad reality is is that if you keep these guys and everybody would like to think, oh, Genduzi, you know, he had the bad six months under Trudeau, but he'll bounce back and the coach is shit. Why doesn't he play him? And, and uh, you know, he was, uh, I think he was very unlucky against the game against Panathinaikos. You know, he, he he conceded the penalty, then he missed his his penalty and whatever. But but imagine if you fast forward six months, Thomas, you can easily imagine a climate where, what if he's he starts and he's shit and then people are like and and as Alex says he 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 doesn't extend and he says oh well I'm going to leave on the free and then the the, the same fans will will change their opinion in in Absolutely. a heartbeat because that's another one of the big complaints of OM of the last twenty years is we 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 don't know how to sell our players when at the right time um, and the main reason for that is sadly the the, the times we have like Pogba or or um, uh, you know, a few others in the past. Uh, but, we, but yeah, we've we've struggled to replace them. We've just been really shit at replacing them. So you can't have it both ways as well. Um, if I can just add one, one thing, I do agree with you, on Alex, on this business side. We've been we lost too much money on this guy, killing on the salary rage, bill too much too high, never being sold. I agree with you, Thomas, on the social aspect that the fans need to have their fans player. Are more focused on the pitch, and what is important is you have to to have a core core group of players, and more importantly, you need to have leaders. You have leaders that were there. Leader needs to be replaced. Someone stepping up. Mendes are gone. Where is the leader? Paye gone. Where is the leader? Was it potentially well, Kendouzi? Well, yeah, but the problem Was is Thomas, Chico. Uh, Sharp, and, and yeah, but that's the problem. You have Gigo. Perfect example. Very quickly, you have Gigo, right? I mean, Kendouzi. Uh, hopefully he develops into a great player and gets back in the front squad. Then he's, I think he's got the potential, but mentally he needs to, to grow up a bit. Gigo, he's what, 28 Small years Alex old? Missing. 
Yeah, but Gigot, Gigo, you know, he, I think he had a, a good game on Saturday. We'll, we'll move on to that very quickly soon. It, it, so. It's behind for he, one year. You can't ask him to step up no, that but, but two, three I'm years. I'm asking him to... He, he steps up from a mentality point. That's the thing, right? OM fans love the FC Grinta, the Einzer players. Einzer was, was 10 million levels above anybody we've had uh, mentally and, and, and uh, character-wise in, in the last 10 years since he left. But the problem is Gigo isn't. He's good enough. And he, he's he's the he's like the, the the you know the sort of the the grinta guy the fighter a bit like Alvaro Gonzalez was in the dark days because everybody else around him is sadly isn't up to that standard. But exactly. The is, in a normal club where you have good players coming in and you 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 have a good academy with people of the club DNA and they come through the ranks and they they grow up and they have that that sense of responsibility towards their their club and. Uh, that gave them the chance to be official. You, we don't have that at the end, and people but, will get too attached to these characters like Gigo, who frankly um, would not have started in the OM of San Paoli with Saliba and uh, and, and the defense we had three, two years ago. He wouldn't. He would have barely played any any games. Let's but to me, like this is once again, this is on Longoria. Okay, you should not care about what the fans are thinking, even if they're changing their mind all the time. But just on the pitch, you need to have a good squad planning. And I'm looking course. at the team. And I'm looking at the team from last year, the team from two years ago. You can't replace Alexis Sanchez by Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. You can't replace... Like, we did say it, to be fair. We, we, we were a bit... Con well, we weren't contradicting we you. We were saying this, this is a, an opportunity in the market. To be fair, this, Charles, you, you were the one who said it was going to go to shit. You were right. This 50% turnover means <laughs> the guys got maximum two years. It's not enough to build a leader. And to create a group of leaders being able to step up. Last year, we still had Payet, which has been a club for 10 years, which knows what's going to happen when the fans are assaulting, when the fans are not happy. Mm. He knows how to, to, you know, to keep the room cool, you know. Where are those players here? Man, something for Mandanda, etc. And that's, this, this to me, like... Is summer, we didn't replace the characters. If I, I could say something... Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Is the business side... Longoria is very good, but as a sporting director, it needs to be a bit more focused, less focused on the business side, but more, a bit more on the squad planning the and, the, and the social aspect as well, what players mean and not only putting, because I don't know if it's kind of an ego playing here, but I think Longoria wants to be, wants to represent the club. So that's why he's selling all those players, why he's changing the managers, because Marseille, it's him. Maybe. Um, Maybe. Thomas, do, do you have anything to add, Thomas? No, I think it, this was a very good summary and uh, something that we can more or less all I, I, agree I, on. I, yeah, I wrote a summary earlier because we, we have a number WhatsApp group with all of the guys who run all of the, the OM fan clubs around the world. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to brag, but I took I took like 20 minutes to type this message. And I, I guess to summarise, I mean, people... So, so, the whole situation people go the fans go and complain to Longoria they go to these meetings and stuff but but the one the one consistent thing and I, I remember actually I researched this this afternoon before typing this message in the other group but because I was curious Robert Louis Dreyfus like every so often he would go to these meetings with the ultras right right or wrong to do so but he was he was the man with the purse strings he was accountable um he, he was so uh, allegedly an OM fan which is why he bought the club and all of that right um, but if you look at, at everybody's laying into Longoria as they did with Vero, as they did with La Brune, as they did with Boucher, whether it's the ultras or, or, or us fans watching from afar and stuff. But at the end of the day, 
Longoria takes over. The club's in a bit of a dire position, sporting-wise and, and finance-wise. <coughs> what, what was, what, you know, we all have jobs, we all have KPIs, we all have, we are all told you're, you're, you are, will be judged in your performance, and you will keep your job based on the following criteria. I think it's pretty clear to everyone that the, the, the OM Champion Project thing was, was just a massive PR fuck up by, by McCourt. He realised that pretty quickly. He all tried to keep the, the bullshit dream alive for, for ages and it backfired, whatever. But, but so you're Longoria and you, you, you're, you know, you're a guy who's a bit like, you're, you're very young as, as, a, as, a, as a, a sporting director, but you're even younger to be, to be suddenly running a, a football club, let alone a club like OM, which is, uh, you know, Thomas, you rightly said, which is quite unique. In, in, in the European or football landscape. And then it's like, you've got to work miracles. So you've got to not only balance the books, but you're expect the easiest way to balance the books we know is to, to finish top three because the TV revenues in France for Ligue 1 is, is quite low compared to the rest of Europe. But also the, the, the TV bonus you get from, from Champions League qualification is the easiest way to, 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 to reimburse debt or to, to be able to spend money in the, in the transfer window. And it's like at some point people need to to, to yes Longoria is not like every OM president he's done great but um, the comparison I saw was was quite interesting it's like the last time we were going through a bit of a similar not period but where the, the squad was changing often was after Drogba left the, the, remember that transfer window after Drogba left right we we blew that chaos on, on Bamboo, chaos Dula, all sorts of random fucking players. We had two, yeah, we had two. Well, he was on the free, but we we had um, two years in the desert, and then suddenly Juve takes over, and he he's very lucky. He finds Eric Gerrit, and this is where Longoria has probably been unlucky, and maybe it's a sign of the times. Not only at Marseille, but in European football, with with the you know the immediate pressure because the money and and, and the revenue is so important to, to qualify for the, the Champions League. Is he's not found his Gerrit? He's been a bit unlucky, but maybe he's he's also limited in his capabilities because he's, he's quite young and inexperienced and, and whatever and he's he's chosen his own way of doing things whether right or wrong but it, it just feels to conclude on this and we'll, we'll move on to, to just analyzing very quickly the the monaco game is personally i feel like we're in the transition because the the the, the action the consequences of what happened last week aren't over uh, sorry, two weeks ago. I mean, personally, I think Longoria is, is on borrowed time. Not borrowed time because he's going to get sacked. I think he he would he probably would walk away at the end of the season if if we fail the objective and it gets really hostile. I wouldn't blame him. It's like fuck, you know what? I I did as much as I can. It's time to go. Someone else can can give it a try. But uh, I think Macron, question, it's time for transition. Yeah, well, this transition is transition. So yes, it uh, is time. It is transition, but to, but towards what? Right. Towards what? Who's going to buy uh, the club? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not buying. I'm not saying about a new sporting director, yeah, 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 a new president. Change. Because if yeah, Longoria leaves now, they start again from scratch. No, so but he won't leave six now. Months but, but, to they, recruit they look. but even if it takes six months, and that's what happens, right? So we're in a transition, right. but we don't know towards what. There are there are all these Moto M rumors again. Like obviously, they only ever fucking resurface when it's when when the results are a bit shit and there's a bit of a, a tension and all that. So either, either we're going to a transition of president, and for all we know, because McCourt is sadly clueless, we could get he could parachute in one of his American dudes, or he could get duped by another hero. Uh, the, the chances are, sadly, knowing OM's history and, 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 and how cycles repeat themselves, as you said, Charles, we might get a pretty fucking shit president after someone as decent as Longoria, 
Or going to be like Bordeaux or, or Lyon, exactly like that. Or, or we're transitioning towards the sale of the club. And and you don't know what you're going to get. If you get lucky, you get the Saudis and they bring in, they come in with loads of money and that will have other other consequences. Or, or you get a, 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 a random, he sells to another American dude like the, 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 the guy at Chelsea or the guy at Lyon who don't have a fucking clue what they're doing. And the club slowly dies because guess what the people were complaining and they thought it was bad well guess what it could be a lot worse but we, we could talk about this for hours guys but um just that was that was sort of the end i think we're in the transition we'll see where it leads to but just very quickly um we'll cover the, the monaco game afterwards but um thomas what did you think of uh, choosing gattuso as the manager uh, <laughs> that's another, you know, loaded question. So uh, let me just keep it short. Uh, when I when I when I w- woke up, I think it was Tuesday, right, or, or Wednesday, and I just went to the bathroom and just scrolled the news, and it was this was the thing that popped out in my in my in my feed. I was I, I was honestly sure that it's like kind of a fake account or a prank or something like that. Uh, I just couldn't believe that, and at first I was shocked in a very negative way. Mm, you know, because you know, yeah, yeah, that was actually you know Lyon's backup option, right? So even even that tells you something about what's his current status in in football. But after that, after I spent like some time mm, on reading uh, about his work in uh, in Milan and in Napoli mostly, right? Because in uh, Valencia it was also quite quite a bizarre environment uh, let's say uh, it turned out to me that maybe it's not like it's not a good appointment i guess but it's not like the worst one it's it's not it's it's not like you know a complete off the rails crazy idea i think people from from what i've read i think people have have this notion of gatuzo being you know like a crazy guy because he once said something very funny uh, during a press conference when when he was the manager of uh, of Creta, i think right uh, and they they base his their their, their whole you know um, worldview on 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 this but from what i've read i think he's actually quite a sensible guy that that excels in building the squad and then squad management in and in actually creating a unity in squad right so he 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 of course he's i guess he's honest and he's here and he will tell the players what he thinks but i i think he might be a good person to to, to steady the ship uh, and uh, you know to to just guide us towards the end, end of the season i don't believe that he will stay uh, beyond that also because i don't believe that we'll finish in top top uh, top three um, but I think this this might be a quite decent uh, decent idea. Yep. And I guess with that words, I have to say goodbye to all you guys and to our listeners because some uh, family stuff is calling me. But it was very uh, very cool to talk to you, and it was nice to you know present a little bit different viewpoint on the whole 